In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This uh, third Sunday in Advent is traditionally called Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete means rejoice in Latin, and as we say in the entrance antiphon, Gaudete in Domino Semper, Iterum Dico Gaudete, Modestia Vestra, Sit Nota Omnibus Hominibus, Dominus Enim Prope Est. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say rejoice. Let your modesty be known to all men, for indeed the Lord is near. This theme of rejoicing runs throughout the readings today. The prophet Isaiah predicted the birth of the Messiah, saying, I rejoice heartily in the Lord, in my God is the joy of my soul. And the responsorial psalm is taken from the Magnificat, the hymn of gratitude and praise, which Mary sang when she visited her cousin Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. And in the second reading, St. Paul tells the Thessalonians, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in all circumstances give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. But at first sight, it seems that this theme of rejoicing is absent from today's gospel. Certainly the gospel is appropriate to Advent. We heard the words of Isaiah last week, a voice cries out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. And in this week's gospel, St. Mark, like St. Matthew and St. Luke, the other synoptic evangelists, applies these words to St. John the Baptist. Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way, a voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. In today's reading from St. John, we hear John the Baptist apply those words to himself. When the priests and Levites come from Jerusalem and ask who he is, he says, I am not the Christ. And when they press him, asking, what are you then? He tells them, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord. And he goes on to tell them that, that there is one coming after me whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. To untie another's shoes is an act of homage and service, the duty of a slave or servant towards his master. So John is saying that in relation to the Messiah, he is not worthy to perform even the lowliest service. Such profound humility may seem, on the surface, foreign to the great joy we heard in the previous readings. And yet, I think, on a deeper level, John is expressing the true source of Christian joy. Certainly, we rejoice because we are halfway through the season of Lent, or Advent, and we can see the end, the goal we are approaching, the reason for our prayer and fasting and almsgiving. That end is, is the celebration of Christmas, the commemoration of the birth of the Messiah who came into our world to save us from sin and death. We give thanks to God for all his blessings and for all the wonderful things he has done for us. And we look forward too to parties and being with our families and friends, to giving gifts and to sharing our blessings with one another. But our deepest joy is not in this present life, 
but in our hope of the world to come. When our Lord came into our world, he was not born in wealth and majesty. He was not recognized by the priests and scholars and politicians in Jerusalem. He did not come to rule us, but to serve us. And on the night before he died, he unlaced the sandals of his disciples and bathed their feet like a servant. My brothers and sisters, it is through the practice of humility and through our loving service to one another that we will become able, like the Blessed Virgin Mary, like St. John the Baptist, and all the saints and martyrs, to share in the life of Jesus, and so enter into the perfect joy of his eternal kingdom. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.